Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome or welcome back to my favorite weekly event sesh. My name is Nikki and I'm the creator and host of the Black Sheep in Powder Pink. Now is the time to fill your glasses to the rim and pack your bowls a little fatter than usual because trust me, you may need them here. There's no filters, no guidelines, and absolutely nothing is off limits. It's all sass and no shades, sis. Are you ready? Let's go what's up podcast family like always i've missed you all as though a million moons have passed us i hope that everyone had a safe and spooky halloween i feel like i wasn't the only one who brought it in low-key this year i hardly saw anyone out while adam and i were trick-or-treating and all we did was two blocks and this little boy had a bag filled with candy he was in bed by 8 30 and there were no complaints that was a record and i thought that it was gonna be like super chill almost too good to be true kind of vibe because staying up late to find out that takeoff was murdered really fucking hurt like i don't know if it's because he was a part of you know a hip-hop era that i grew up in um in the sense that like hip-hop changed a lot while i was growing up from 90s to early 2000s and he was a part of the wave that changed it um i also feel like connected to him because he was born in 1994 and it's scorpio season and it just makes me feel so grateful to hopefully see another year of life i'm gonna be 28 in like 11 days 10 days i don't know when i'm posting this podcast but i can't wait like i i can't wait i feel so grateful and since last week's episode was a little heavy like i feel like i've been teaching or talking to everyone about the lessons and my journey that life has taught me without me necessarily wanting to learn about it yet like the lessons that life throws at you it's literally thrown at you you can't decide when you want to deal with something or when you have to go through something so i felt like i would keep it light and talk about things that interest me i guess um i'm really an introvert and i don't really have many people to talk about the things that intrigue me and what i go out of my way to learn and i figured that you guys would be a great place to start um maybe opening like your third eye into the things that i like may spark your interest um i feel like when i was not necessarily putting myself first i failed to prioritize doing things that i loved and i've always loved reading like i've always loved reading and i just didn't read for leisure it was more just like work emails and you know newspaper articles and stuff like that but shifting myself as my name my number one focus i started reading things that sparked interest in me and whenever i'm on a date or i'm talking to someone new and i'm just like yeah like i'm into like this this and this or just like really like wow like are you gonna murder me and i'm just like no but if i had to i would get away with it so don't play me (laughs) i would talk to you guys about a little murder documentary but 
I'm not gonna go into that. I love watching murder anything on my free time, but now that I'm older, I literally can't watch a scary movie to save my life because it fucking scares me. Like, I just can't. So, I'm gonna talk to you guys today about conspiracy theories, and it's not gonna be anything corny or the things that people have brushed on before. I feel like common conspiracy theories would be aliens and the illuminati um clearly though aliens were never a conspiracy to begin with like the government really was just trying to make us believe that we were the only living beings in this entire planet but it's like it's crazy i feel like the government hiding that kind of like made me question every single conspiracy theory that i could have possibly ever believed in um but we're not gonna go on to mainstream ideas when it comes to conspiracy theories but i do hope that the ones that i do talk to you about stimulate your mind and make you curious about things that at one point were completely far out and just it couldn't possibly be true but it actually ended up being true um if that makes sense so you guys already know there's nothing normal about me and the battles that i have faced throughout my life journey i always had like this looming feeling that i was meant to die young i know i know fucking drama queen but i'm dead ass like and i felt like if i was or when i was gonna die like if i did die at a young age it was gonna be something fucking iconic and when takeoff passed away i was like oh my gosh is takeoff 27 years old because if i died at a young age i felt like i had made it this far in life it was like i'm meant to die at 27 because a long 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 time ago i overheard of this conspiracy theory and it's called the 27 club it has absolutely nothing to do with disney i'm not gonna get into the disney trivia of just conspiracy theories with that theme park i feel like disney is a part of like a political argument because people will really fight me over disney so we're just not we're not gonna go there but um the 27 club so the 27 club is a it's not necessarily a club or like a get together or anything like that there's just this conspiracy that in hollywood there are artists who die at the age of 27 and this goes as far back as like the 1960s like 1969 1971 a lot of like jazz musicians were dying at that time and they were all dying at the age of 27 um it didn't become something that was talked about until 1994 when kurt cobain died and ever since then it just became like an urban legend about celebrities losing their lives at 27 but not just that like the reason behind their death was just always super bizarre like almost like a freak accident um in the sense that like amy winehouse passed away at 27 Brittany murphy Jimi hendrix like and all these cases are just like so far out like if you guys ever have 
a second to look into Brittany Murphy's death. Like, it's so fucking interesting because her husband passed away, I want to say, like, a year ago after. But, like, from the same cause, and there was, like, no cause for their deaths. Like, it's so fucking weird. And it doesn't even finish there. Like, Mac Miller is another one of my favorite fucking artists who died at 27. And I was just like, you know what? It's time to fucking get into this because I don't get it. Like, Mac Miller's death was a little freaky too. So unexpected. Amy Winehouse literally had security who went to her like her hotel room and checked on her the night before came back the following morning and she was like dead and i know she was dealing with her own battles but it's like the freakiest way to go and especially at 27 i feel like people who are a part of that lifestyle are obviously living a fast life and drug overdoses happen alcohol poisoning happens but it's just like i don't know Like, why do the freak accidents happen at 27? So when I, like, I guess decided to look into why or how this became a club, how people were making these connections, I came up with a bunch of different, like, results or answers for the research that I did. And one of them is called the Saturn Theory. And that was the one that everyone kind of gravitated to the most. I think it's because everyone is like, you know, in their astrology vibe. Like, I'm a Scorpio. Like, oh, is that why you act that way? You know, kind of thing. And they say on the 27th year of your life, like, the moon fucks with you the most. It's like the time in your life when you go through the most transition in a higher being, I guess. And so... I guess that comes in hand in hand with people dying. I don't know. Um, another one that I came across was something that was like, I guess, tied to the Illuminati, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, the second most commonly answered question about the 27 club was that stars made a satanic promise to essentially sell their souls to the devil and when they turn 27 the devil comes and collects your soul (laughs) essentially um the reason why they tied this to the 27 club was because robert johnson was actually a jazz musician who passed away in 1969 like when i was telling you guys um in 1930 he kind of was making his way into the music industry um but from what people can remember he fucking sucked he was booed off stage completely completely discouraged from continuing or pursuing a career in music um he i guess like left crying completely devastated and it changed his life and two months later he walked back into the same club that he was performing at and the musicians were looking at him like what are you doing like what makes you think that you can walk back in here you fucking suck we all let you know that you suck so get your shit together and just bounce instead he shut them the fuck up got on stage and performed like he was literally one of the best performers of that generation of all time 
unfortunately he died at 27 what is crazy is the time between him sucking and getting booed off stage to two months later when he was like this huge star because he was doing things that other people had never done before like his guitar had seven strings when they were accustomed to singing six at the time and rumor had it that he was i don't know walking down like this deserted street in i think houston or something like that i'm not sure i should have googled it but anyway he was walking down the street and he came across a huge dark figured man i guess and the dark figure told him that he was the devil and that he would make him the best musician like in the world you just have to sell your soul or to me when i when you turn 27 and i'll come collect it and the guy agreed i feel like everyone thought this just because he was doing things that musicians had never done before like he was starting trends when trends weren't even a fucking thing he had everyone with their jaw dropped to the ground because the the improvement that he made in two months isn't something that you can just grasp from doing from doing it every day like it was an unbelievable talent and at 27 he passed away Robert Johnson was the one who pretty much sparked and started the 27 Club and what it is today. Kurt Cobain, like I said, made it what it is in the sense that when celebrities die at 27, that's just where their name, what their name is tied to after their passing. And when Takeoff died, I was like, holy fucking shit is take off 27 and i was totally freaking out because i was born in 1994 and i'm still 27 so like when he passed away i was like oh my god he joined the 27 club like that's a fucking thing like oh my god counting my fucking days i want to put myself in a bubble and just be so careful until the 20 until my 28th birthday you guys have no idea how much that scares me i know that death is coming it doesn't cheat anyone but just the thought of it coming closer than my birth date is just fucking scary i don't do tarot readings or speak to psychics so i have no idea what my future has in store but fingers crossed i make it no i know i wasn't gonna talk to you guys about murder but if you guys do want an episode about like how mac miller died and britney murphy and amy winehouse i literally have deep dived every single case let me fucking know i feel like i had to do that for mac miller because i really really fucking hated ariana grande after he passed away i felt like i needed someone to blame and i just wanted to blame her but it wasn't her fault it was the drugs it was a drug dealer i just don't get it but anyway I'm going to transition the conspiracy theory into a lighter one. Really short. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, anyway, so I'm going to transition into something. Well, I guess I'm going to give you like a couple different versions of conspiracy theories that I just pew below my fucking mind. Because the one that I'm going to talk about next is a little, it's 
bullshit, really. But is it fucking for real that... What's his name? The guy from Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, okay, everyone says that Leonardo DiCaprio will not date any woman over the age of 25. And guys... I have literally pulled out a timeline of every single relationship that this man has been in and he has never been with a girl over the age of 25 years old. When his girlfriends turn 25, he literally breaks up with them a couple of days before their birthday and it's a wrap. He doesn't go back to them. It's not like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio is checking in on his ex-girlfriend a month after their breakup. Like, no, he fucking cuts them off and then starts dating someone who's literally 22, 24, like 23 years old. I don't know if it's like a commitment phobia thing or what the fuck, but Leonardo DiCaprio is an old man now. I don't know. Like literally at this point, he's dating girls who weren't even old enough to know what the fuck Titanic is in the first place. I want to get down to the fucking bottom of it. I feel like it's so unreal it's never spoke about and i don't know it's just it's just funky it's weird and another little conspiracy theory i wanted to bring up was something that my best friend is actually dealing with and the reason why i feel like it's a conspiracy theory but at the same time there actually are a lot of people who are going through it is because the conspiracy theory to me is the government you know suddenly wanting to buy or work with medical marijuana dispensaries and they want to fucking slap some taxes on it and they made it legal in certain states so that they could claim taxes and i feel like marijuana is not what it was a couple years ago before the government had their little dirty fingerprints on it i kid you not it doesn't smell the same it doesn't look the same and it doesn't even kind of feel the same like i don't get the same feeling when i walk into a a shop anymore or when i pick up it's like i have to go to oregon to pick up like that good weed because now it's so fucking filled with pesticides i am always like more hurt in the sense that my throat hurts from coughing or just smoking in general versus like even being high at all i feel like i used to get so high before and it's really not a tolerance thing because i'm not smoking like smoking fat every single day but i'm smoking enough for my high to be like you know i should be getting fucking blown like i should hit the blunt and come up with a million podcast ideas but now i'm hitting the blunt and i'm just like why does the blunt taste like that? Like worried about the blunt and the leaf that I'm smoking versus the actual weed. And guys, I don't know what the fuck is in the weed these days, but a lot of people have been complaining that after smoking, their bodies are just dysfunctioned. They feel like they have to throw up. They feel like like just nauseous a gooky ugly feeling losing sleep losing appetite um just discombobulated would be the word and they're essentially smoking because marijuana does work as an anti-nausea medicine i guess you can say so it's 
really confusing for them because they think that they're smoking weed to feel better, but it's really the weed that's making them feel bad. So I feel like this is really important to talk about because not only should we start growing our own plants, I'm just kidding, I'm not going to advocate advocate for that, but we need to start taking more like accountability over our shit like smoking was our shit we need to snatch that back and take the pesticides that they're putting in our marijuana out because it's clearly making us sick well not me thankfully i'm not experiencing these things but i see her dealing with it and honestly she's traumatized like i never thought in a million years i would hear her say that she didn't want to smoke because this bitch was always fucking faded but that's her lifestyle now and it's because it's like chs has completely taken over her life and i'm gonna look at the medical definition one sec sorry about that guys i am 1000 percent gonna say this wrong so please bear with me but it's uh chs is cannabis hypermesis syndrome um it's a condition caused by long-term cannabis in quotations marijuana use people who have chs experience reoccurring episodes of nausea vomiting dehydration and abnormal pain with frequent visits to the emergency department, hypermesis, whatever the fuck, means severe vomiting. So could you imagine being a fucking stoner and you go to smoke weed for comfort? Like, it makes you feel better, clears your fucking mind, relaxes your anxiety, whatever bullshit that you're dealing with. And all of a sudden, it's like the cause of your pain. It's like, you know, when someone breaks your fucking heart and you just want to go to them for comfort, but they're the assholes who broke your heart. Like, that's how I feel about weed. Like, how could something that is so good to you, organic and med, it's literally medicine. Like, how could it cause these effects? And it literally was something that I've never have honestly never fucking heard of ever in my entire life. Until the government decided to put regulations on weed. And I don't get it. (laughs) Like, where is the fucking conspiracy in what they're doing to us? It's like every time the government puts their hands on something, they break it. And to shift another conspiracy in and squeeze just as many as I can. Because this is literally how quickly my mind shifts and my thoughts run. Another conspiracy theory that the government has their fingers all over is unfortunately the 9-11 attacks. I also want to talk about school shootings. I feel like the conspiracies tied to these major events is the fact that people say that during these mass tragedies, the pictures of the victims who are at these events are all the same so like i've seen pictures of parents crying at the schools that had these mass shootings and it's usually like the same woman dressed completely different i 1000 percent believe in doppelgangers or whatever people who walk around looking like you or resemble you in that sense but How is it that there's a doppelganger at every single school that there's a school shooting and they always get pictured? Like, I don't understand. I know it's a serious conversation, but I don't know. I feel like big things happen so other things can go unnoticed. 
And I want to know if you guys think that huge attacks like that and I don't know, just huge things like that if the government is behind it. A lot of people say that when they look into the way that the Twin Towers were constructed, they were at an adjacent angle when they constructed like the underground layer of the building that would help, you know, the building roll if there is an earthquake or anything like that. They said that when they installed it, they installed it so that it can like almost cut like a samurai sword in half if something were to happen. But that structure was supposed to prevent things like that from happening. Um, I've also seen like videos of the building kind of exploding before the first plane makes an impact. Um, I've also heard about the person who owned most recently the most recent conspiracy theory that i've heard tied to the 9-11 tragedy was the person who owned the twin tower building like i guess he was losing revenue or something along those lines and he came up with the plan to like create a huge tragedy so that he can claim insurance on the property and and just get you know damage expense you know whatever get cashed out by the insurance broker or whatever and i guess like he literally made billions of dollars from this tragedy and completely checked out didn't connect with any of the families and was just doing his own thing i'm like what the fuck like If I didn't know that small fact, I would have thought that the tragedy that happened to the world and how they were affected would have been the exact same for the person who owned the building. But apparently he went on vacation right afterwards, yellowing it up while everyone was devastated by all the lives that were taken. I feel like that's a little sticky. I want to say that I'm I'm ready to politic and talk about it, but I'm not in that field. I don't really care too much to know about the government just because I don't want a little target on my back like I want to be somebody one day and the last thing I need is them paying attention to me when I I really don't want that attention so I tried to stay away from government conspiracy theories I just never really realized how tied they are with everything that people want to talk about and with what's going on in the world um I tried to bring up or mention conspiracy theories that were not current kind of like things that people have spoke about in the past not necessarily bringing up um something that has never been spoke of but something that is looming and is honestly one of my biggest questions because when they created like area 51 i know that they had that space reserved for aircraft and it was the c the cia the cia is a completely different chain in government um in the government field i don't know how i would explain that just because again it's not my field i don't know the proper terminology and i'm not gonna dive too deep into that because i don't want to get stuck in it like people literally will get so stuck into their conspiracies that it could be a black hole like it's dangerous it changes the way that people think their outlook on lives and i just it's something i don't want to get lost in but um m 
k ultra is something that is talked about a lot but every time i hear it being brought up it's kind of shut down um i think it's because like i said it's still ongoing it's something that people think happen and right underneath their nose um i hear it tied a lot to the prison system and inmates who just go missing and who die with you know unnatural or unwarranted health effects or whatever again i'm sorry i don't know the proper terminology but to keep it short and simple mk ultra was formed by the cia after world war ii and its purpose was to test uh things on human beings so a huge thing when it comes to like what they would test for was mind control um i don't know if you guys remember hearing like scary stories about haunted asylums and how they would treat their patients like if they were going through depression at a time when people didn't believe in depression they would go through like psychosis treatments or they would like you know stick needles in your eyeballs to release pressure um little things like that just the most horrible like electric shock um or just coming across different diseases in the world we need guinea pigs to find cures and to just test things like i don't know how to how how to explain it but this mk ultra is or was whatever connected to a lot of people disappearing and the cia being behind it they usually target people who don't have families or people who would look for them if they were to come like go missing but um it's said to be like a really a really dark side of the world almost as equivalent to the dark web i guess you could say just because they're testing things on humans i mean i don't know how how much lighter i can put that um but again it's a conspiracy because no one has really made it out to say like oh my god the cia kidnapped me and they took me to this facility and they were just testing me and stuff like that i feel like things like that only happen in movies until i started living every day (laughs) and paying attention to the news and i realized that like shit that happens in movies actually happens in real life like people who wrote those things come up with these ideas and some of them are from experiences and attempts that they've made but these writers and directors or whatever wherever their minds are when they're creating these movies they're not the first people to be there and i feel like we need to just pay attention be more aware and that's why i feel like i would love for like one of my friends to have gone into politics and like trying to go into that realm but even if they did i'm sure they probably wouldn't say anything i know that having a government job is like super top secret we'll never fucking know so instead of making myself a target for them to come get me whenever they're ready I'm just going to leave my government conspiracies there. I hope that you guys like the government conspiracies, but I want to end this episode on a lighter note, and I hopefully don't put anyone on our backs. Don't go diving into government conspiracy theories. I promise you, you're going to get lost in the sauce. So let me end it on a higher and happier note. For me, when it comes to growing up in the 90s, I 
think we hands down take the best era in cartoons. I feel like now that I'm older, obviously, so many of the cartoons that I watched make so much sense now. Like, do you guys remember Scooby-Doo and Shaggy always being hungry, growing up to find out they were just high and had the fucking munchies? I wasn't realizing this shit until I was an adult, and I realized that, like, this, the... The mystery machine is literally always hotboxed and I don't know. It's just it's crazy. Little things like that are fucking crazy. And this conspiracy theory that I'm about to share with you guys, for fuck's sake, blew my mind beyond any limit in water. Like it's called the Rugrat Theory. If you grew up watching the Rugrats, kudos to you. If you didn't grow up watching the Rugrats and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, the Rugrats were just a group of toddler friends who essentially grew up together because their parents were best friends. But this completely had my mind for a loop and I hope that it'll fuck with you guys too. The Rugrats were originally a group of kids who were friends, but this conspiracy theory thinks that They were all just a figment of Angelica's demonic and unimaginable imagination. Chucky, the little redhead, died in 1986 along with his mother, and that's why they say that Chaz is always a nervous wreck. Tommy, who was born in 1988, was a stillborn, so that's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for a son that they never had a chance to live with and, and, um raise i guess um the devilles had an abortion in 1990 and angelica couldn't figure out whether it would be a boy or a girl and that's where the idea for the twins phil and lil came from um and as the all grown-up teens angelica became addicted to like a bunch of different narcotics and it like it made her mental disorder super aggressive and it became schizophrenia so bringing back her childhood and creating these characters that she can obsess over made her feel like she had more more of like a say or authority in the way that her day would undergo i guess um because of the time lapses between present and the last time she interacted with her creations she made them older so it's like we didn't get to see the middle school gap between you know angelica and all of her friends it was kind of just like her when she was younger a huge space where she kind of went in and developed and became herself and then it's like all grown up in high school um angelica was like said to be constantly taking hits of acid so she would never have to live without her creations who were her only company because in a judgmental world angelica's mom died of a heroin overdose like just after angelica was born um drew in his depression married a gold digger that angelica idolized because she fooled herself into thinking that it was her real mom but always had a concept of her mom like cynthia the barbie she was the one who made her mom's image of you know the washed up dress like i don't know how to explain it but like the little doll that angelica has or walks around with or whatever the fuck is her 
Like, that's what she really looks like. Like, outside of this imaginary world that she created for herself. Um, And then eventually, All Grown Up was canceled. It was canceled when she reached the age of 13. And they're kind of working in on an episode that had to do something with her mom. And it ended with, like, her walking into her mom's room. And I don't know. They say that her mom was dead. A lot of people say it was a drug overdose, but it pretty much tied up the whole season ending in this crazy ass unspoken world of just the Rugrats. And supposedly the only baby that was real other than her was Dill Pickles. And that's why like when it comes to Dill's birth and stuff like that, it's so monumental and has everyone running amok whenever he's in scene. But other than that, everyone else was made up. Like, don't you guys think that's fucking crazy? Or am I the only one who thinks that's crazy? Um, Keeping it on movies and stuff that I watched, even though this podcast is probably going to end as soon as I'm done talking about it, I do want to talk about um, The Wizard of Oz. So The Wizard of Oz has always intrigued me because my grandma loves that movie. She loves that actress. But one thing that like blew my mind was the history behind the wizard of oz i first of all was shook as fuck to find out that all the munchkins literally ran havoc in los angeles like when they were filming that movie at the time they i don't know if you guys know about the haunted hotel the cecil but um at the time of filming the wizard of oz those directors literally bought out like the whole left section of the Cecil and put a bunch of fucking little people in there. And those little people were the munchkins of the Wizard of Oz. They were said to be very evil, alcoholic, raging people who sexually assaulted and just hurt a bunch of women in the film industry and just in the streets of Los Angeles. Um, They were said to torment Judy Garner, the main actress, like, pull her dress up or just like tug on her ponytails and little things like that um I've also heard that on set like while they're skipping down the golden yellow brick road it said that one of the director's children like actually committed suicide in the backdrop scene so like if you're paying attention if you're paying close attention like you can see someone jump off a backstage and then they just become lifeless as their neck breaks in the background um and if i'm not mistaken this wasn't the only this wasn't the only um movie where like crazy things happen but hold on let me finish judy garner also was the actress the main actress she was dorothy she was said to like have become addicted to coke and like heroin at the time when she was filming the wizard of oz because she was actually a grown-ass woman like grown as fuck but they wanted to make her or have her continue to look youthful and a way that they would do that was suppressing her hunger so that she can keep a petite childlike body so all day they had her on coke and stuff and then when she would was hungry they just give her water like literally feed her fucking water have her on drugs and filming all day and have her in the tiniest tiniest corset like she was a size 
12 in like pants but they'd have her in a corset that would cut her size in half so she was a size six on film it got to the point where it was so uncomfortable for her to take off her garner because her insides would start plummeting back up to normal size and it was just so weird and uncomfortable that after the wizard of oz her career kind of went downhill because of how fucked up it left her lastly one more conspiracy before i go i'm gonna leave you with something spooky just because halloween season just ended and we're gonna shift into the lovey dovey christmas carol fat turkey bullshit um if there's anything anything i've learned about wanting to be an actor and actually auditioning and stories that people have said about being on set and just partaking in that entire lifestyle is not to join the cast of poltergeist i don't know if this is a fact because i didn't take the time to pull out debt certificates i'm just fucking believing whatever they say it is but poltergeist is a scary fucking movie that came out a very 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 long time ago i don't even know the year but i know that my mom was born and she I think watched it at her young age so it's fucking old i know that this for sure isn't the only movie out there to have cast and crew deaths after filming um a horror movie set should be just like any other movie set but for some reason horror movies tend to be associated with more death and injury and strange things happening than any other action romantic or comedies out there um some movies even have a reputation for being cursed which should seem ridiculous but if you really looked into these cases and saw the many credible actors that have been affected by these creepy things you would believe me and think otherwise poltergeist just so happened to be a franchise that was linked to so many deaths that most people have honestly lost count and the first was with dominique dunn who played the haunted family's teenage daughter after that it was like a world war for children to die right after that because shortly after she did heather o'rook the adorable little girl got like got sucked into the tv for the ring had died too after being on the poltergeist and that's only two of the five main characters and trust me when i tell you they're all gone they're all gone and from some strange weird funky creepy shit that we are not gonna feed keep all the bad vibes and demonic possessions whatever movie directors i don't want it i don't need it but that's it for this week's episode i hope you guys had fun diving into these random conspiracy theories let me know if you like them and let me know if you guys want to talk about it like i said i have no one else to talk to about these funky things it's like you know those memes that are like hits the blunt and then gets into deep thought this is one of those episodes i hope you enjoyed i will see you guys again very soon i love you guys all so much and have a great day don't forget it's scorpio season so hug your favorite fucking scorpio bye